I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. And welcome to your Utah. This is Taylor Powers here with Ethan Millard bringing you all things on the Wasatch Front. And today on the Wasatch Front, we're talking about all things dinosaur. Yes. We got tons of places to go and see dinosaur fossils, learn about it, even collect some. And we're going to get an update from Ethan on his copper light collection down in Hanksville. <laughs> That's right. Well, let's start there. Let's start there. Let's let's start there before we move on to to where you can go and see a lot of this stuff. Because Utah's a great place for dinosaur lovers. It's the Mecca. Yeah, it really is. And <clears throat> so we discovered this thing uh, through this school project my son's doing. Uh, we've been kind of getting we've, – we've taken up rock hounding as a minor hobby, mm-hmm. my children and I. And one of the things you can look for here in Utah in certain places is coprolite. We've discussed this before. It's fossilized dinosaur dung. Okay, yes, yes. and the instructions were were pretty loose. The you know there are certain areas where you can find it, and then you basically look like rocks that might be. <laughs> you look at it and you think, well, <laughs> yeah, okay, I can see it, but I was kind of skeptical. But you saw what we brought back, yeah, and I'll be darned if we didn't find some rocks that were different. They, you know, it's I would give it a pretty high percentage that. It's coprolite. <laughs> I, I would think so. And the cool thing about the coprolite is that you can collect it. Mm-hmm. Now, all other invertebrate fossils, and we've talked about this before, are for observation only. You're not allowed right. to collect them for private use. They can only be collected for, you know, education, research, research and mm-hmm. things like that. So uh, so the, the, the vertebrate fossils, the dinosaur fossils, if you find them, you can enjoy them and appreciate them, but you got to leave them. Mm-hmm. But the coprolite is something that is directly tied to the dinosaur, but that you can actually collect. Yeah, because it's not actually part of the dinosaur structure. That's right. It's not regulated in that same way. So it's it's pretty neat, and yeah. and we've enjoyed kind of getting to know it. I've, it's a little bit weird talking to people. I've I got to confess the reactions <laughs> I've been getting. Are pretty collecting, yeah. (laughs) Some people are like really interested, yeah. Other people are just like, How can I get through the next 30 seconds? I'm just gonna let him finish what he's saying (laughs) and then move on, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, when I looked it up, I mean, you mentioned that minerals get kind of fossilized into it and it can be pretty pretty when you cut it open. And the more research I did, there are it is a huge um asset in the jewelry world. There's You're tons of jewelry made from coprolite. From fossilized dinosaur yeah. dung. Yeah. Earrings, necklaces, well, bracelets. That's... It's, it's everywhere. They polish it up really nice, and yeah. it, it's really beautiful. You know, you know what's interesting is it can also, even in its fossilized form, tell you a lot about the dinosaurs. And there's scientific value to mm-hmm. this stuff because scientists can go back and they can see a lot of things in there and identify a lot of things in there. And in fact, you can often find small fossilized bones. Of what they ate? Yes. Of of smaller 
dinosaurs. That's right. That's, that's, right. that's kind of a loophole into taking one home. You might that's illegally right. take some fossils. From- that's right. You might get a bonus <laughs> fossil that you wouldn't be able to collect otherwise. Yeah, you're yeah. right about that. So we just had a ton of fun. We and you know you can do the research on your own and find a couple of places. Uh, we had a book that we used. It was our collection was done down outside of Hanksville. So dung down. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and it was, uh, <clears throat> you know, Hanksville's solid four hours. So yeah. it's not close. No, it's kind of far to go for rock hounding, but. Still, it was a great weekend. And it so. sounds, you know, fun being out there. It was a nice weekend. Your kids are going on this scavenger hunt. That's right. Beautiful yeah. weekend. No cell service. So you're just kind of out there mm-hmm. on your own. It was great. Got a little cold. Got down in the 40s at night. But, you know, that meant it was in the 70s during the day, which is perfect out yep. in the desert. Yep. Yep. It always feels warmer than that because the sun's beating down on you constantly. But mm-hmm. when the breeze picks up, it cools you off real quick. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. time to be in the desert. This yes. time of year is yes. the best. It really the is. The best. So there you go. So that's that's my experience. The only kind of real fossil uh, dinosaur collecting that you can do that you can actually take home is the one that you might uh, it might turn your stomach a little bit, but <laughs> you know, go for it. It was it was a it's, lot of fun. It's nowhere near fresh. I don't think people. No, are gonna... <laughs> but still, I get it. When people give me the weird look, yeah, I understand where they're coming. I from. I mean, honestly, you brought it in, and I you know I picked it up, but I kind of was holding it. Hesitantly, yeah. you know? <laughs> is it going to squish? <laughs> is it going to fall out in pieces through my fingers? What's it going to smell like? Nah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? We all have our hobbies. Yeah. So listen, if you and your family have caught the dinosaur bug, you're definitely in the right state. When we come back, we're going to go through some of the places, uh, indoors, air-conditioned, outdoors, non-air-conditioned, where you can actually see real dinosaur fossils, real bones, Even some real paleontologists doing their work. All of this is available to you in our state. We'll tell you where to find it when we come back. Welcome back to Your Utah. So as we kind of look across the state, one of the things that I think you'll notice is that more than maybe more than anywhere else, we have strong dinosaur presence. And there have been other big finds in other states, but nowhere do you have kind of that consistent effort and the range of places and the range of options that you do here in the state of Utah. It it really is super unique. So uh, Taylor and I have picked out a couple of favorite places, a couple of places we want to go. We have been things that we're recommending to you. And let me start out, Taylor really close to home. So if you're looking for a dinosaur experience, but you want it air conditioned, maybe you've got some little kids Mm -hmm. and you're wondering if you can keep their attention out in the desert, Thanksgiving Point has the Museum of Ancient Life, which is just an enormous dinosaur museum. It's extremely cool. Uh, They have, uh, some of them are real fossils, some of them are replicas, but there, is, there are a lot of hands-on exhibits, and it's all very, very impressive. So you're going to see the full-size Tyrannosaurus rex mm-hmm. skeletons and all that kind of stuff. It's extremely cool. And one highlight of the Ancient, ancient Life Museum is that there's so many elements that are interactive. So you bring yeah. their kid, your kids there, and it's kind of a—I mean, it is kind of a kid destination, but— you're going to find a lot of pieces where they're not going to get bored staring at things. They That's can actually right. get their hands dirty. They have this enormous uh, uh, pool 
that sits. It's like a tabletop kind of pool. So it's kind of, and it's a basically a toddler height, mm-hmm. and they've got a flow of water from one end to the other, and then they've got sand in there. So you move the sand around and bury dinosaurs and then let them be uncovered by the water. So it's mm. kind of a lesson in erosion, yeah. which is how you know we discover these dinosaur fossils today. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, stuff like that, uh, one of my favorite parts of the museum isn't even related to the dinosaurs directly. But right at the beginning, they have a special entrance into the museum because the concept is you kind of go back in time. Mm-hmm. And so you walk into this room. And the floor falls away. You're walking just on this little metal pathway with a railing. And it's all completely dark. But you're surrounded by these little points of light. So you go through, and it's just totally, totally dark. So you go through this really cool passageway into the dinosaur world. And it really kind of gives you the effect of mm. leaving the Salt Lake Valley, yeah. you know, leaving the Wasatch Front. And kind of going into a really special place in time. Mm-hmm. And it does an awesome job of kind of setting the mood. So when you walk out of there and your kids walk out of there, the awe factor has started to set in and they're ready. You That's know what cool. I mean? Your kids are ready to, so smart. to be, to be mm-hmm. amazed. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah. I like it quite a bit. That's such a good idea. Uh, you can just uh, go to thank say, pardon me, thanksgivingpoint.org <laughs> is the website where you can see all this. It's just there at the uh, point of the mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that's down kind of in that way, the, you know, a little bit farther south. Wait, is it? So- yeah, it's yeah, south. yeah, yeah. Okay. South from, from Broadcast House, yeah. Um, is the BYU Museum of Paleontology. Aha. Which is a completely free destination. And um, so it's within the school, and there's a whole museum of all the fossils completely put together, T-Rex, Triceratops, there's a giant sloth, and, you know, tons more. Right. Um, But this is the place where you can see paleontologists working on fossils. Cool. So for, you know, kids and adults alike, you get to go to this museum, which is not that um, highly visited. It's going to be probably smaller crowds, and you can actually see students and paleontologists working you know whether it's it's on the actual exhibits or in their labs. Yeah, you know it's kind of a cool, different experience that not a lot of people get to have. That's awesome, and I've had a chance to watch a paleontologist like that before, and it just seems so zen. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your little tools, and you're just scraping bits of rock off of a larger piece of rock. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? And you're just slowly uncovering mm-hmm. it, just yeah. millimeter by millimeter. Right? I used to – I wanted to be an ar- archaeologist when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Just digging in the dirt. <laughs> uh, wouldn't it be amazing? Uh-huh. Uh, what are we doing in radio? Right. Jeez. Yeah. So it is uh, – okay, so that's the BYU Paleontology Museum. Is that what you said it was? Uh, Museum of Paleontology. Museum yeah. of Paleontology at yeah. BYU. Okay, so it's good. good tip. I've got one uh, that you have to travel a little bit for. This is down at the north end of the San Rafael Swell, and I've driven past this turnoff. A bunch of times. So I'm, I was glad to be able to do a little bit of research. Now it's going on my list of things to do the next time I drive down there. Uh, you basically you head up to Price, and uh, then you can go either to the west down near Castledale, or if you take the road towards Green River, you can get to it that way as well. But this is the Cleveland Lloyd uh, Dinosaur Quarry, and it is home to an enormous collection of dinosaur fossils, one of the largest collections in one place, naturally occurring in one place, 
in the entire world. They've recovered more than 12,000 bones from the quarry, and they've got fossils from this one quarry in Utah are on display in several dozen museums worldwide. So it is, uh, you can go there. They've got an impressive visitor center, which shows all the work that they do, the history of the place, a lot of great information on dinosaurs, on geology, good educational experience. And then you can actually see the quarry. You can actually see where they do their work, where Mm -hmm. they pull all the fossils. And it is, yeah, it's an amazing place. Now, again, it's, it's kind of a trek. Mm-hmm. And it is the middle of nowhere, right? It's just like out there. So, uh, but, you know, look it up on a map and you'll be able to get there. You can get your minivan in there. It's not a problem. It's not <laughs> like you need a truck. You know what I mean? But yeah, uh, but it's that's one that's one that's going on my list. The Cleveland Lloyd Dinosaur Quarry for sure. That's a cool one. And yeah. I'm, you know, when you get out there, there's tons of places to camp or, you know, make a whole weekend of it. This is BLM land. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there's going to be lots of camping. So don't feel like you need to to plan for a hotel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Put some sandwiches in a cooler and go spend the night in the desert and visit the quarry. Piece mm-hmm. of cake. Uh, the one that I'm going to bring up is also a trek in a different direction uh, out near vernal mm-hmm. in the northeastern part of the state now this is the famous one this is the famous this yeah. is like the the dinosaur destination the greatest one in the world probably and it's the uh national dinosaur national monument yeah this is a draw international draw people come from all over to check this place out so i didn't know when i drove through it i was just driving we were gonna go on a little trip to uh flaming gorge and we go through here and there's all of these very cool signs that tell you when you're driving by what it used to be, what it was, what type of dinosaurs lived here. And then there's these lookout points that you can pull over. One, it's spectacular views. But then they have kind of an outdoor museum with all these things to read. And, and um, you know, they kind of imagine you're looking out at it and you can imagine what it used to be. And it's very cool. Um, you know, there's other things, tons of other things to do there that I missed out on, you know, tons of hikes, a wall full of fossils, museums. Uh, it's kind of a, a, a mecca for the, the dinosaur education and kind of, I feel like that's kind of the place where you can travel back in time. If yes. In real, you know, when you're outdoors and you're kind of living it because there's nothing out there. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, and you've got mm-hmm. Vernal right nearby if you want a place to stay. You know, yeah, you've yeah, got a, of course. Uh, if you want to grab a motel or something. But the, I think stuff like this for little kids is so smart. Yeah. Because when you get out there, when you're out there in the desert, I think I think more so than the mountains. With all respect to the mountains, I love the mountains. But when you get out in the desert, that's where you really get this sense of the breadth of time. Oh, yeah. Where you can see these dinosaurs and you can see what how different things were back then. Mm-hmm. All the all the plants, all the water, all the and just imagine how long it took for all of that to change yeah. and to learn about the fossilization process. You really get an idea of just the scope of this planet. I mean, I I had the same, I had the, I had a similar experience when we were down in Goblin Valley. And I was reading one of the signs that I'd read a thousand times before, right, about how it was all formed. Mm -hmm. And I realized that where I was standing at a certain point back in the past, I would have been hundreds of feet 
under mud. <laughs> at the edge of this, and if I would have gone straight up to the mud hundreds of feet, I would have found myself on the edge of a large, shallow sea. And that's that just, crazy. I mean, it blew my mind. Mm-hmm. And there I was standing at, you know, ground level. All that mud was gone. Mm-hmm. In his place were these weird little goblins. And I was standing <laughs> under the sun. And of course, you know, now it's one of the driest places yeah, in the United right. States. It's just an amazing, amazing yeah. experience. You know, when you take your kids to these places like the, the quarry or the dinosaur monument, you just give them that experience. Have you ever seen The Land Before Time? Yeah, it was a long time ago. Have your kids seen it? I don't think so. I don't think they have. Because... With the little big-footed dinosaur? Yeah, yeah, little foot and, you know, whatever his friends. I loved that when I was a kid. And I moved out here and, you know, would be hiking. And, and at some point, I think it was after going through Dinosaur National Monument, I said, do you think that... Do you think The Land Before Time was about Salt Lake City? Like, the great valley that they're trying to get to is... Is the Salt Lake Valley? Salt Lake Valley. <laughs> I did some research, and there's nothing to confirm that theory, but I like to think that it is. Here's my idea. I think that we should just get a website going that espouses that theory, <laughs> yeah. and then just let it let it simmer out there. We'll fix it on Wikipedia. That's what we'll public. do. That's what we'll do. We'll get on Wikipedia and say on the movie page, say some some speculate that mm-hmm. dot dot dot. <laughs> It'll be a piece of cake. Hey. All right. Well, dinosaurs yeah. are cool, man. Dinosaurs. And there's a ton more places in Utah that yes. you can see, uh, you know, dinosaur footprints that haven't been touched in perfect condition, uh, fossils. So do some research and figure out what fits for your family, what you guys want to see. And and honestly, the opportunities are endless. Yeah, we really haven't scratched the surface Mm-mm. in terms of dinosaur, in terms of like destination organized no. dinosaur options. <laughs> There's so many. It's very, very cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode full of dinosaurs. And we hope that you get out there and enjoy your Utah.